Uh, welcome everyone to the very first episode of Double Noggin Knocker Podcast. Uh, I am Hash, and this is Troy. What's up, dude? Yeah, hello, hello. All right, uh, man. Well, basically, yeah, this is uh, this is just two buddies, uh, been lifelong wrestling fans, and uh, we have very interesting conversations with each other about wrestling. Uh, so we figured, uh, why not have yeah, conversations for people to hear? Go ahead. I mean, well, I mean, uh, what's your? Let's start with credentials. How did you actually get into wrestling? Um, I watched it with my uh, my mom when I was very little. I don't remember if she was watching it because she liked it or it was something I would sit in front of. <laughs> so I have I cannot remember. I just remember my first wrestling memory that that pulled at my heartstrings was uh, when Macho Man Randy Savage. Uh, was getting ready to get hit in the head with a guitar by Honky Tonk Man. And Miss Elizabeth <laughs> was on her knees, like, begging him not to. And I remember being Honky like, oh, man, my gosh. God, I hate everyone. Man, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh... What about you? What got you into wrestling, my friend? Uh, my grandma actually really liked wrestling. And uh, it was really weird when I actually made the transition over to uh, the over-characterized WWF at the time. But um, she was all into the, at the time, I guess it was uh, NWA, uh, Smoky Mountain Wrestling, and different territories that came on in the middle of the night, I suppose, you know, just like at random times, wrestling would pop up on the television. But uh, yeah, she she really liked that. And then when I started latching on to WWF, um she she didn't like it <laughs> she, didn't, she didn't like the fact that there was people dressed up as you know characters or somebody like it infuriated her when someone got hit in the head with a chair or something like that i mean she was just like that's not wrestling <laughs> but did did she think it was real or was she just she like oh yeah pure she, yeah yeah she absolutely thought it was a combat sport uh, so she thought like WWF was making fun of what she enjoyed yeah. very much. Huh, yeah, that's she an interesting take. Was, uh, she thought it was like a a show about a wrestling show. <laughs> you know, I mean, she really she really didn't grasp what was going on, but she absolutely hated it. So I didn't get to watch WWF much until I got my own bedroom <laughs> and my own TV. See, so I could just be like, you know, screw you, Grandma. I'm watching what I want. <laughs> well, I'll probably tie that in later on to uh, when we talk about the Mae Young Classic. That's something that I was thinking. There's a, a couple of female wrestlers that they just bother me because they, they wanted to look like they were fighting MMA style the whole time. And it wasn't – it just yeah. – it didn't look like wrestling at all. And there wasn't – I could just imagine someone who was – a well-trained MMA person look, watching it and just being like, "This is this is a mockery of what I do." So, oh, I don't exactly. Know, it's... Yeah, it it really is. I mean, there's so much. Um, I mean, if you're going to go into it with that style, I mean, you might as well just. I mean, look how many strong style wrestlers have made it. I mean, who really comes in with the? Hey, uh, uh, I used to be an MMA fighter, and this is my gimmick. Who's who's that worked for? I mean, really. Brock Lesnar. <laughs> and that's Brock just that's what I was thinking. I was like, you know, if you're Brock Lesnar, I get it. 
But if you're one of Ronda Rousey's buddies and you you don't do the because Brock Lesnar had a you know oh, dude. how many NCAA championships did he win? So I mean he had a wrestling background anyway. It's not like he was yeah. he was wrestling first and then MMA and then back. But so it works for him to look like he's legitimately beating people down. It's exciting, but to I don't know the way it was that, done by uh, her name Shayna something. Uh, I was just like, man, uh, not for me. Dude, that's the thing that I'm scared of because uh, I think that they're, I mean, they're using the Mae Young classic. I mean, it's it's good. I mean, it's, you know, basically like the, the cruiserweight. I mean, everybody watched it because, you know, they, they knew someone that was in it or, you know, something like that. But I just get the feeling that they're using it as a stepping stone for Ronda Rousey's friend, whatever her name is. I'm sorry that I don't know her name, but you know that's yeah, it's, it's that quite right. So somebody will think we're not really wrestling fans because we don't know every woman's name in the in the May Young Classic. But and I'll, I'm gonna touch yeah. back on that later because I don't want to just get off track here because that's probably the least exciting thing we'll talk about. I, I hate to say it. <laughs> Hopefully it gets better, man. I love the Cruiserweight Classic, but I, I've watched. I've got two more matches to finish this first four episode run, and I'm man. There's been like three that i enjoyed you can listen to jr and uh and lita talk about it they just don't seem excited at all they're just they're like uh okay well let's uh let's watch this match that is going to be clear who wins and who doesn't (laughs) that was a bad call on their behalf is sticking lita and jr there because i mean they have no chemistry dude no chemistry man i mean it's just (laughs) it's dead it's dead air i mean they were Really, like the only thing interesting about it is like hearing Lita pronounce someone's name one way and hearing Jr. say it another <laughs> way. <laughs> yeah, or right, I get entertained by the awkwardness of it all because uh, <laughs> I just watched something that what was it? Lita says uh, some rest, some one of the lady wrestlers, <laughs> the lady wrestlers. Um, if you watch Southpaw Regional, you'll you'll know that's funny. <laughs> John Cena going, wait, a lady wrestler? That can't be right. <laughs> <laughs> but one of the yeah. women, uh, Lita goes, she said to, to tell you something. And he's like, what's that? She said to tell you she's tougher than you. And he goes, well, you tell her she's right. <laughs> I was like, all right, good commentary, guys. Way to knock that one out of the park. So, uh, all right, well, let me, uh, before we go, move on, dude, let's, uh, this is something I wanted to do, man, just for, you know, anyone who listens to this to kind of get a, you know, an idea of, of where you and I come from, because we come from two totally, other than just our backgrounds, how we got started. Um, we come from uh, different takes on on what's good in wrestling and what's not. And uh, and to clarify, this show isn't just going to be um, about wrestling, but it will be probably eighty percent wrestling and twenty, you know, just shooting the crap at the end about. Yeah, I'm probably going to journey off like Game of Thrones at some point. <laughs> All right, <laughs> whatever floats your boat, that's fine. Um, but okay, so I thought it would be a good idea, man, for us to uh, and oh, just to kind of preface this too, we don't, you know, we didn't have any kind of production meeting, any kind of, you know, you have no idea what I'm going to talk about. I don't know what you're going to talk about, and that's kind of, you know, to me, that's the best kind. My favorite two podcasts I listen to are, are just but <laughs> say what? Oh yeah, so it probably seems obvious. <clears throat> But, I mean, my favorite kinds of podcasts to listen to are where, where friends are talking and they're just comfortable busting on each other and they're not in some kind of weird format. 
I feel like that works for promos yeah. and wrestling. I feel like, the, I mean, it's just, I mean, really I mean, it's just chemistry. For, it's worked for Howard Stern for, you know, 30 years. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's basically. Be wrong. <laughs> He's the king of all media. King of all media. <laughs> Baba Booey. Um, but yeah, what I wanted to do here is I kind of want to, so I want to tell, I want to say what, what the way I view myself as a wrestling fan I want you to say what the way you view yourself as a wrestling fan, and then I'm gonna come back and tell you how I view what you just said for you as a wrestling fan, and then how you view me, and that'll kind of like I don't know that might not make sense oh, first, just, but what I'm yeah, you, you know. so you just want to be judgmental? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> the original name of this podcast was going to have something to do with burying each other, but it was too long. So yeah, I want to bury each other pretty much the whole time. That sounds fantastic. <laughs> Hey man, I got an idea for a podcast. I just want to be an a hole. <laughs> well, I mean, that's how this thing started. I sent you a text and said, "Hey man, uh, I've got an idea. Let's uh, <laughs> let's start a podcast together." And your exact reply was, "Well, that's the first good idea you've had in a long time." I'm like, "Oh, thanks, dude." <laughs> you immediately shoveled some dirt right on me, so I was like, "Yeah, this is gonna be I good." Immediately regret that decision. <laughs> uh, but. Uh, <clears throat> I consider myself, um, so the way I look at, the way I watch wrestling, I was thinking about this is, um, I got, (laughs) I picked a side during the Monday Night War. I picked, I picked WWE and I feel like something inside of me wouldn't let that go. And even to this day, I'm still a WWE guy and it's like, you know, the war is over. There is no real competition out there, but, uh, it's not that I drink the WWE Kool-Aid, but I feel like that they are, um, the you know, the best show on earth. Um, they're the biggest dance. And yeah. even when they're doing a lot wrong, um, they their, their production value and just what they're doing, I feel like they're juggling so many storylines that you have to give them permission to botch some sometimes. And don't get me wrong, I don't not, I don't not criticize them. I'll criticize them all day long. Um, but I'm not one of the guys that just, uh, you know, think it better in the Indies. Actually, I don't watch anything independent. I don't refuse to watch it. I just don't watch it. So I saw the, the Kenny Omega match, uh, with, uh, Okada, the one you sent me. And I thought that was an incredible match. But then when Bubba Ray Dudley came out on Twitter and said that he thought that, uh, the match between Cena and, uh, AJ Styles was better. Uh, I, I sit there and, uh, I, Did you watch uh, Omega Okada too? No, I haven't seen the second one. Oh, the, okay, it's better the than the first. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Well, it actually got like, well, I think Dave Meltzer gave it some ridiculous rating, like six and a half stars or something. Uh, I forgot. Yeah, I, I heard somebody completely burying him for that too. <laughs> I was like, I have no idea what they're talking about, but they don't like the six and a half star rating. <laughs> so whatever that was, that's pretty good. But. Well, yeah, dude, I mean, I thought the first match was really good, and I was like one of the best matches I'd seen all year. But then I, I, I didn't side with Bubba Ray on it, but I saw his point because um, a lot of people didn't realize that, that AJ Styles and uh, John Cena, they, they didn't leave the ring. And that's something that's, I mean, that's hard to do. So, yeah, that's pretty much me, man. I just, uh, I really, I enjoy the, the WWE product. And a lot of times when new new people, like Adam Cole, when he came in, I didn't even know what he looked like. Um, 
but that didn't make me any less excited than everybody else because I'd heard of him. And so it's kind of cool to see to have those kind of fresh eyes on things. Like I had never seen a Nakamura match. I had never seen a Finn Balor match. You know, and so I'm, I'm I don't, actually glad that uh, I mean, some you look on Twitter and everybody's like, "Oh man, Adam Cole went to WWE," but he said it's something that he's always wanted to do, and um, just him pairing with Red Dragon, or I don't know if they're being called Red Dragon, but uh, Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly. I don't think it really does any harm to Ring of Honor. Actually, I think it brings them up a little bit. I mean, I think it does more good than harm, but some people argue that. Yeah, I mean, and I don't, I wouldn't know. <laughs> so, <laughs> which is great. That's, I mean, and just kind of like to finish just my, my promo of, of where I'm coming at from a wrestling perspective. You know, I love it. Uh, I try not to to be too i try i try to stay away from spoilers i try to stay away from uh too many of the backstage politics because it kind of can ruin it for me like i i liked enzo a lot on the mic and now i've heard the stuff that's been going on backstage and it's it's souring me a little bit and i don't want to be that guy i want to i mean they all have stupid stuff they do you're talking about being a wwe guy and you know the monday night wars the format has changed so much to where if you don't want to see something, you don't have to see something. I mean, the back in the day, I mean, we couldn't really jump on YouTube and YouTube, you know, like any match you want to see from because like at some point, every wrestler has had a match with another wrestler. But, you know, it's just in some high school somewhere. But I mean, you can find anything that you want to watch, so you don't really have to sit there through three hours of wrestling to find one high point. I mean, you can <laughs> you can go straight to the high point. Well, okay, let's go with that with you. That's this is this is where you're coming from. So I'll let you go ahead and kind of kind of talk about how, what kind of wrestling fan you are, because you know right there I wanted to disagree. Well, not disagree, but point out that. I enjoy the entire narrative of everything that's going on. I do fast forward through a lot of really crappy stuff, but that's a whole different story. Um, so, yeah, just talk about what kind of you know fan you are. I know you watch a lot of independent stuff. Um, you know, guys, I don't know, so uh, you know. Well, I mean, I'm not like I wouldn't say that I'm completely well versed in a lot of uh, independent scene, but I do watch a lot of uh, Revolution Pro, and uh, of course. New Japan, <laughs> all the New Japan hipsters out there. New <laughs> Japan, <laughs> Los Ingobernables de Japan. <laughs> but um, just anything. I mean, there's so many. Like, I mean, I don't watch CWC or CZW anymore. But uh, there's really like, I don't even watch shows anymore. It's just like I'll look up wrestlers. You know, it's just like. With, uh, I mean, I was kind of behind the behind the train on uh, who Marty Scroll was, so you know, and but that was like a couple months back. So I just got on YouTube and fell in love with the guy. I fell in love with a wrestler via YouTube. You know, I didn't have to wait for WWE to introduce him to me. Well, so would you say that your what draws you most to wrestling is? 
the quality of the performance, the art of the wrestling itself, the match, or is it the yeah, whole? That's, like that's the whole. Really the, I mean, <laughs> you're you really hang on to storylines more than I do. I don't know if it's my attention deficit disorder, but I don't know. I mean, maybe it's because like I started watching wrestling when my grandma thought it was an actual combat sport, and you know it was back then where it was simple, but it was stiff. You know what I mean? I mean, they wasn't doing any spectacular moves, but the moves that they were doing were stiff, and that eventually became strong style. But right. It's, uh, I mean, yeah, just like the the combat aspect of it, I mean, God knows, like, Daniel Bryant did his best to bring it to WWE, and I think he actually did change a lot of what was going on there. Um, him and CM Punk both... Uh, they really changed the the way that you know wrestling was performed because I mean I don't I don't blame WWE because look they got they wrestle a lot more I mean their their bread and butter is you know on the road and those wrestlers wrestle a lot and you just can't take a shin to the back of the head by Shinsuke Nakamura four times a week. You can't nowadays. (laughs) Yeah, you can't nowadays since he's lightened up some, but, I mean, you couldn't do that and then expect to keep doing it and doing it and doing it and doing it. So I get that they have to, you know, lighten up the shots. But, I mean, the stuff that I really pay attention to is, like, submission holds. I mean, I like here lately that, um, you know, when somebody, somebody goes for, you know, an arm bar, you know, they they grab onto their hand with their other hand. I'm glad that they started doing that because, Hey, it makes sense. (laughs) You know, I mean, stuff like that. I just pay a lot of attention to. And yeah, I would say I've been paying a lot more attention to details and stuff too. The more, especially just the better the wrestling's getting in WWE, um, which right now, I mean, if we can both admit, it's one of the best times to be alive for a wrestling fan. Uh, there's wrestling, good wrestling everywhere. Like it, you don't, oh, yeah. you don't have to be. If you're not a fan, if for some reason you're listening to this and you're not a fan, I, I recommend giving some stuff a shot. You never know. Uh, it's as my coworker Adam. Uh, I was telling him something happened on wrestling, and he was like, "Wait, all that happened?" I was like, "Yeah, dude, it's not just a bunch of uh, grown men wrestling in their underwear. That's not that's not true." I was like, "It's it's storyline, it's humor, it's I mean, there's a lot to it." Yeah. So uh, yeah, but even if you don't, if you're just one of those people that like to see, if you go to a circus and like to see a bunch of flips and stuff, I mean. You know, from what I understand, the indie scene's full of that. <laughs> so. <laughs> Um, so okay, so Will Ospreay. <laughs> uh, um, so I guess I'll, I'll take this second to go ahead and and do my bearing of what of you like my my criticism of of your wrestling intake is uh, I've always thought that well not always especially recently thought that your opinions um, you're harsher on WWE. Um, mm-hmm. It's almost kind of the same way a uh, someone who who. Like a guitar, when you find someone who gets really into guitar and they start playing guitar, uh, they start criticizing every other kind of music that doesn't have guitar in it because they say, well, you know, come on, that doesn't take any talent. Nirvana didn't take any talent. Those guys, you know, barely played any notes. 
and you kind of get stuck up about it and uh, you you it's hard to just live in the moment and enjoy it for what it is and you know usually you end up mm. looking back saying oh i guess that wasn't yeah. as bad as i thought it was well, but the one thing that bothers me the most is i'm i can't blame the talent because you know for a fact that that talent wants to go out there and every time that they step in that ring, they want to put on a show of their life. But they can't because they're only given five to seven minutes. And, you know, that just, I think that waters down the product. I mean, it's not the talent's fault. You know that they would want to go out there every night and just blow the roof off. But well, yeah, can't. but if you let every guy that wanted to go out and blow the roof off, you you, you can't. I mean... You just can't have it, or you won't have a you won't have a show that flows. That's like you know, if I was writing Game of Thrones, every season would have been like this season, and the, the dragons would have been blowing fire all the time. But nobody would have watched it, and I would have been like, yeah, "Look at all that fire!" But this is yeah, look at all this fire. <laughs> it would have been awesome. <laughs> and I think that's some of uh, the criticism that that someone like Randy Orton has thrown out at the uh, at the Indies, which you know, Randy Orton's got his own issues, but. You know, he's talking about all the dives and stuff like that, and um, I, I love the comment where it's like, "Did you get the pinfall with it?" Stone Cold used to say it all the time. He's like, "What's oh, the yeah. point in doing a middle rope rope stunner if you've never gotten a pinfall with it? It's just a move at that point." Well, I'm not. Uh, WWE really has an issue with the false finishes. I mean, that it just gets ridiculous. That's one oh, man. thing we we'll see on the indie scene. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt there, but I was just thinking about what AJ Styles was talking about. He That's why he has three or four finishing moves. He said, you can't get someone to bite on a false finish if you've never gotten a finish with it. Or the whole crowd goes, oh, here's the false finish spot. Well, yeah, I know. Every time I see Aaron Corbin do the deep six, I'm just like, what's the point? Yeah, I mean, yeah, he should get a pin. I mean, if nothing else, you know, I mean, that's kind of the point in having enhancement talent, right? Just not that you want people to get buried but if they're not doing anything else you know let them get fed to him until they can figure out what they're doing i mean let somebody like mike canellis you know take a deep oh, six and a pin <laughs> well yeah we'll get there all right now bury me on my opinion and then we'll move on to actually talking about wrestling that way we can uh <laughs> we can get this going <laughs> no man i mean i'm with you you expect the the best and Oh no! You can't no sell me now. You make me look like the jerk. <laughs> You're kind of a dick. Uh, but yeah, yeah, man. I mean, you know what I want out of wrestling, and WWE doesn't give it to me. They don't give like me. Kurt Angle trying to say WWE. <laughs> <laughs> bothers me that he can't say it. <laughs> well, uh, I, I get. To, I get tired of movesets, and it just gets boring because yeah. you know you know what's going to happen, and you know that they're going to hit six moves and it's going to be over with. And well, that's not kind of, that's not what I expected you to say here. I wanted you to point out the fact that you you think I drink the WWE Kool Aid. <laughs> you say, oh, you, you know, you're a mark. <laughs> You've told Wait, me that more than once. You're like, whatever Triple H and Vince McMahon tells you to like, you like. And I'm like, I disagree, but you know, oh, people need nice. to know that you think that because at least when I say something dumb, they'll be like, ah, there it is. Well, <laughs> you are a WWE mark there. You got it out of me. But, um, I mean, you're, 
you're a wrestling fan, so you know I really can't say much about it because there's not a whole lot of us. So even though your opinion of wrestling sucks <laughs> and you really don't know what's good, there's right, a brotherhood. Right. So you're in the brotherhood. It's just you're more on the Kevin you're in the side. You're in the night's watch on the wall. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> that sucks. That means I don't have a job anymore. Spoiler. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So <clears throat> I guess moving along, um, let's start with the uh, the the hottest topic from this week, man. Um, Reigns and Cena. Have you have you like it? Did you check that out? Yeah, liked it. Yeah. So there's a couple thought processes on this. Uh, some people, you know, and I don't really care one way or the other, but you you probably do. Some people think it's completely scripted and that was supposed to look like a shoot when it wasn't a shoot. Mm-hmm. Some people think that um, it was mostly scripted and Cena threw in some jabs that you were a little more surprised at that, that came out of his mouth. And then uh, some people think that it was a complete shoot. Those people are definitely wrong. But <laughs> what do you what do you think? <clears throat> you know, the weird thing about it is after watching that, I watched it twice is that it did something to me that I don't know if it did to every other you know, uh, smart out there, but it kind of made me respect what Roman Reigns brings. <laughs> what? And, right, yeah. That's a new perspective. <laughs> and, uh, it, yeah, it was definitely weird because, you know, Cena sitting there, you know, burying him, and I'm just like, I kind of like Roman Reigns, <laughs> but I don't like him, but I kind of, I don't know. It's kind of, it's, it's weird. It's just like, uh, I, I know, think I, that means you're drinking the Vince McMahon Kool-Aid. It's like, uh, it's, it's like, I he wanted up. you to feel sorry for him. Well, it's, I, I, it's, I broke up with him, but I don't want anybody else dating him. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? And that's kind of <laughs> what was happening. <laughs> but, yeah. I yeah. mean, I, I actually, that's that's one thing. My, um, it's funny. Uh, Crystal, you know, she doesn't watch. You know, Crystal's my wife. Um, she doesn't watch a lot of wrestling, but she was she was sitting studying, and I actually rewound it. And I was like, dude, check this out. I was like, watch John Cena is burying Roman Reigns out right now. This is great, and I say it's great in the sense that I respect the heck out of John Cena. Um, I booed him along with everybody for so many years, and you know, the last few years I've been like, you know. Um, as much as people think that he stepped on people on the way to the top or, you know, had the golden shovel and stuff, he, he stuck with it. He worked harder than everybody else. And, you know, um, I I believe he's earned a lot of respect and I love the way that, um, he just, I don't know. He brought, he wasn't afraid to, to upset Roman. I guess you would say, look like Roman was about to cry, man. (laughs) I guess that's why, you know, I went soft. It was just because it seemed so one-sided, and I was just like, he can't, he he just can't, <laughs> you know. I mean, it's just he's in a situation where he he can't shine, he can't succeed, he can't go forward. I mean, he just kind of looked so out of place, and that's how I feel when like when a boxer uh, is is 
just getting beat up and, and he's he's gotten hit so many times he doesn't know to put his gloves back up that's kind of like oh, conor God. mcgregor i was like in that 10th round i was like dude just put your gloves up what are you doing mm-hmm. and that's kind of I like mean, how you felt about roman reigns just just do something man <laughs> you know go on you know give him a spear yeah. or something <laughs> Get i think it. roman reigns was almost pissed off enough his hair dried <laughs> he is one wet dude <laughs> ain't no doubt about that uh, but I, yeah. I, I mean i love stuff like that it, whether it's a work or the fact that it looked like a shoot um I, I don't i really don't want them i agree with uh wade keller on this i don't want the show to turn into people breaking the fourth wall all the time like dolph ziggler's trying to do on smackdown which is it's the worst. Dolph Ziggler's whole commentary is the reason I can't win championships is because you guys aren't interested in my character. And that's not, no, we're supposed to believe yeah, it. It's just, you know, let us suspend <laughs> disbelief. You've got to get a pin. <laughs> it's, it's weird, man. And I, I always respected Dolph Ziggler's work in the ring, but Jesus character's always the same thing. It's, it's, yeah. oh man, I'm the best in the ring, but no one notices me and I'm tired of working day in and day out. And it's like, Oh my gosh. But when CM Punk did the whole pipe bomb or, you know, uh, John Cena this week on raw, I felt like it was not, not up there with the pipe bomb, but the same, you know, line of thinking, same thing. Triple H used to do it. Occasionally he would just randomly toss out like, Oh yeah. yeah. I can't remember who he's cutting a promo on, but I remember the promo where he, he told the guy, you don't know how this works. You're going to attack me. You'll get the best of me, and then at the pay-per-view, I'll get the pin. That's how it works. And I was like, oh, that's, that's good. I like it. Because <laughs> that is the, the way wrestling works. Well, it's, it works sometimes. Sometimes it's just the Phoenix Poke of Doom. So does this make you want to watch No Mercy now? Because, uh, I mean, they've got they've got that match, and they got Strowman and uh, and. Lesnar. I thought they were going to save that for WrestleMania. Isn't that in a cage? No, uh, I don't know if that's in a cage or not. I I just read that uh, Big Show is fighting uh, Strowman in a cage this week on Raw. Oh yeah, that's it. Never mind. Yeah, that that was it. Yeah. That's kind of interesting. That's going to be the main event, and I got a feeling a lot of people are going to turn it off. I mean, they they gave they really had a couple good matches uh, earlier in the year, but. Uh, Big yeah. Show's not. No one believes he's ever going to win, and that's well, a couple, couple weeks ago. For some odd reason, the main event was what was it? Big Cass versus Big Show. Yeah, I mean everybody turned that off. Yeah, she's like, well, hmm. <laughs> let's check the old DVR. Yeah, I mean, and I understand why they're giving us what they consider to be huge matches. I mean, Monday Night Football is about to start back. They need the ratings, and they're yeah. getting ready to renegotiate their contract. So, I respect it. I just don't want them to, you know. Can't do all their good ideas before WrestleMania season. I just, I don't know. Of course, then again, if they do, maybe they'll give us some of the, the fresh stuff that I want to see. That's my biggest complaint about wrestling or the WWE is it right after WrestleMania, it seems to get really, really good on the stuff I like. And then at Royal Rumble, they give all the the titles back to the people who, um, you know, are going to draw more money and i understand it's a business but i just don't like that you know here give goldberg the title here you know let's make lesnar versus goldberg and i was like i would love to see kevin owens versus lesnar that would have been a fresh match um at this point do you think that the secondary titles mean more than the world championships on each show 
Oh, definitely not on each show. Um, SmackDown, 100%, but I I don't think... A championship and then... No, it doesn't mean... I mean, it did. It meant a lot, but I I feel like the Universal title, the way they built that up, the way they have had Samoa Joe, Roman Reigns, and, and Strowman... They're not just big guys who want revenge on people and want to break them in half right now. It's all about that championship. And that's the way wrestling should be. Somebody yeah. should always be chasing the championship. That's mm-hmm. not how SmackDown is. It's very, <laughs> like Nakamura, I love him, and I hope, you know, I, I mean, we can switch over to that if you want to talk about that. I hope this is a, a slow build to make Nakamura. Because. Uh, Everybody's talking about how like oh are they gonna are they gonna blow this is is he never gonna be anything and all this I don't think that's the case I want your opinion on it I don't think they're wasting Nakamura um, I don't think you can because the fans if you listen to the, them every time his music hits it's still one of the biggest reactions oh, of the yeah, night yeah. and he's not winning I mean it's not that he's not he's losing but he's he's not doing anything right now really but he's doing well, enough I mean uh, you had a a music analogy. So, I'll shoot. I mean, I'm sure that you've had, you know, a favorite band or heard a band that was really freaking awesome. It's like, oh man, this band, you know, they could never make a bad album. But for some odd reason, they go pop. And you're like, but they were awesome. Why did they change their style up? And that's the way I feel. Is like Nakamura was a mega star before he even stepped foot into WWE. I mean, he was one of the biggest names in wrestling, and he just went pop. (laughs) Do you think so? Like, here's what I mean. I do. I've noticed a huge change in his style, even from NXT. He didn't. He didn't change from. Well, I don't know. I I didn't watch him before he got to NXT, but I I heard it wasn't much different. I heard that uh, just reading crap is that uh, he was scared that he was going to hurt people. So he put, he pulls back a lot, and the fact that he the fact that he apologized to John Cena in the ring after that match shows me that he is kind of you know walking on eggshells for some reason. I can't Which imagine he, he would be scared he's going to get in trouble in WWE. Maybe he just has I mean that kind of respect for the sport itself or the sports yeah. entertainment itself. I don't know. I kind of wonder if it's an intentional, like, as smart as everybody says he is in wrestling and as he built his own character and everything he built on his own. Oh, yeah. He under, surely he understands the concept of not giving it to everybody all at once. So I'm just wondering if we're going to start seeing him get stronger and stiffer and stronger and stiffer as we get into the point where he's actually going to win the title and then hopefully, hopefully a lot of people's wish comes true and it ends up being Styles and Nakamura at WrestleMania for the title. That would be money, money, money all day long. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't it's. Know. it's there was a little criticism about AJ when he came in, about him being afraid to use moves or not being allowed to use moves, and AJ admitted it was intentional to introduce that stuff one at a time like you you didn't see an actual styles clash in a match <laughs> like, yeah, no, for people at were least saying, three or four months <laughs> yeah like well it died when i killed uh, james ellsworth <laughs> <laughs> 
but yeah, I mean, and that was it was all that's all psychology, because that's wrestling's not just about going out there every single night and giving them every single move in your arsenal and getting all your stuff in, and getting a, you know, two count after every move. You know, it's oh, not. Yeah. It's all about the. It's about the chase. That's what makes it exciting. Ah uh, man, that's one thing about the that I haven't seen WWE do, but I I love watching it when on the independent or new Japan is when someone kicks out at one, it's a big effing deal. You know, everybody just kind of goes, <gasps> you know, I mean, kicking out at the one count is it, it should be built. I mean, it should be a thing, you know, it should be like, Holy crap. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I was listening to Raven talk about how much he hated it when people would kick out after three. <laughs> He's like, <laughs> What is that? What's the purpose? Like you kick out after three just so it looks like you didn't put me over, but you did because yeah, it's, exactly. it's not a four count. It's a three count. You're just trying to get it's you lost. So, which I don't know. Anyway, that's a whole nother, another topic. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's uh, I don't know, man. There's just everything good is happening in NXT. <laughs> so, I mean, I actually been, paying attention more to NXT the last three months than I have Raw and SmackDown. I mean, I still watch it, but I fast-forward through it a lot. I kind of felt like NXT was getting a little stale right before uh, TakeOver this last time. Oh, I, dude, I felt what? like they were redoing the, the Asuka-Ember Moon storyline, which, I, man, I hate the Asuka's injured. I hate it, but I, I guess it's, a, it's an eight-week injury, <clears throat> so it's only two months. And uh, I'm I hoping... Soon as Drew Galloway, not Drew Galloway, Drew McIntyre, uh, I knew soon as he came on, I was just like, "Wow, it's getting ready to be awesome." Because I mean, he completely changed in like a two two year period. I mean, he just went through, and I knew I knew, I knew he he worked a lot for What Culture Pro Wrestling, um, and they pretty much just let him do what he wanted to do, what he wants to do. Um, I'd actually like to have one of the Drew F. and Galloway shirts. That'd be awesome. But anyway, uh, he changed a lot. Do you remember the last time you see Drew McIntyre on WWE television? I mean, he was oh, in of course. He was in a band with three people. And, uh, and one of those guys was the world champion. The other yeah. guy is Pelvis Wesley, but that's a whole different story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the sad thing is, Heath Slater is still one of the most interesting people He's just—it's he his build, man. It's his—I don't know. Maybe he can't really tell a story very good in the ring either. I'm a—I'm a fan because he's grew up, you know, 30 minutes from us. So, <laughs> you know, it's hard not to love him. But, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, going back to the NXT thing, I mean, um, I, I will say that Galloway has really, really impressed me, and that's see, the cool thing—you got to see him change on the Indies. I didn't. So I see him leave and come back, and everybody tells me it's going to be different. And I was like, "Yeah," (laughs) which uh, you know, it changes. It changes. I love Bobby Roode. You know, I'm a huge Bobby Roode fan. Hey, I'm wearing Uh, a Bobby Roode shirt right now. Yeah, I I hear. I keep hearing criticism of his from uh, like Wade Keller just says he gives the same, you know, the same thing over and over. And I feel like he's money on the mic. (laughs) No pun intended. Yeah, <laughs> um, I feel like he's got the look. I actually thought he had more size than he did until I saw him against Galloway, and I was like, "Oh, he's not as yeah. big as I thought he was. He's a kind of 
<laughs> he's bigger than AJ, but he's not. Yeah, but I mean, he's about well, Simon Gotch's size, only cut, or not Simon Drew, Gotch. Uh, Drew's like who's the, the other one? Hating <laughs> English. Oh, <laughs> I said Simon Gotch. Whoops. Oh, Simon Gotch. Wonder where he works nowadays. That was Simon Botch, right there. <laughs> but <laughs> the, the but the I, oh, I think he's. I don't know. I like that. I love the whole SmackDown, the way he was brought on. Um, some people just want to rush it. I just keep hearing, like, what do you think he's going to do, though? He's not done anything except for squash a couple guys. Yeah, well, yeah. That's, I mean, isn't that how you build up? You're introducing yourself <laughs> to a whole new audience. Not everyone watches NXT. Yeah. The only thing I'm worried about is that he's going to rely too much on saying glorious 40 times throughout the match. Oh, I love God. the glorious thing, but I don't want him to overuse it to where no one wants to say it with him anymore. Yeah, exactly. He kind of yeah. has like some weird facial expressions in uh, on SmackDown the last couple of weeks. I'm like, he's a little, maybe he's trying to sell the fact that he's a face right now. <laughs> well, at least he learned how to shave his chest correctly. <laughs> you always notice the weirdest <laughs> homoerotic things. I like that about you. <laughs> but, I mean, that match was incredible at uh, TakeOver anyway. I, f- I feel like every big match Bobby Roode's been in, he's... Dude, it's, it's not his move. It's not. I think that people have a problem with the fact that like his moveset isn't anything new you haven't seen but man he sells everything correctly he does everything i mean i feel like i don't know dude i i I personally just my amateur eye looking at it his matches are the most believable matches to watch it's just i don't know that's me what do you think well i i i really liked him and his and nakamura's feud i mean i didn't have anything negative to say about it really i thought everything was built up correctly i thought the matches were uh, paced great and i mean i i really haven't had anything negative to say about bobby Roode since he's been along i mean he he presents himself as a champion he acts like a champion without a championship belt um i mean just the way he carries himself is freaking awesome even dating back to total non-stop action uh and, and as a heel, when he loses, um, he it makes an excuse. He he doesn't think he deserved to lose. You know that, mm-hmm. that's what heels should do. I don't understand the whole concept of you know, heels should never accept defeat. It should always be this thing like you know he was actually trained by Val Venus. Isn't that weird? No way. He's way yeah. better than than Val. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he has a couple. I mean, don't yeah. get me wrong. I don't, I, I, that's I should just bury Val Venus for no reason. I liked him, but I don't know. It was interesting. Somewhere. <laughs> I knew it was Sean something. I couldn't remember his last name until you said it right there. <laughs> so uh, let's go back to Oscar real quick, because uh, my my whole criticism of her um, staying in NXT as long as she did, in my opinion. She's she's better than everyone on all three rosters, and it's not. I mean. Not maybe just it's seen, because I'm being a favorite. She's better than most males. I, mean, I agree, one hundred percent. She's one of the hardest workers they have there. And now that they signed uh, Kyrie Sane or uh, Kyrie Hojo, as she used to be, now that they've signed her, I just sit there and drool over the fact that there's possibility that they could 
have a match. <laughs> I'm just like, oh my god, this is great. I mean, have you seen her elbow drop yet? I love her elbow drop. I know everyone loves it, but I love is it more. Is she in the May Young tournament? Yeah, she is. She's the one that comes out like a, uh, like a, like a pirate kind of, but like a fancy pirate. <laughs> I haven't seen a fancy pirate yet. <laughs> that <laughs> sounds she has, awesome. <laughs> she has an elbow drop that looks like she's free falling from like a two-story building. Oh man, that's incredible. Yeah, yeah. I, I look forward to that. That's, you know, I, I have just recently started just loving the women's wrestling. Well, actually, loving it. I'd say recently, as of when. When Asuka started her streak in NXT, it was about the same time I was loving the main roster stuff, too. But I'll let you ask your question, then I'll go on my point about the main roster, because I've got beef with it. I was just going to ask you, who did they change? You told me the other day, who did they change uh, Crazy Mary Dobson's name to? What is it now? Which one is she? Uh, Her character is like the... You talking about it's Ruby like, Riot? No, no, no. She's like Wolverine without the claws. I don't know why I think that, but oh, something Logan. Oh, Sarah Logan. Yeah, Sarah Logan. Yeah, she's Wolverine without claws now. But uh, yeah, she was Crazy Mary Dobson. How about that? Huh. But uh, yeah, see, there you go. You, you throw out independent names, and I'm like, uh, who are you? T- you're talking about Stephanie McMahon? <laughs> you're like, no, <laughs> no. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, oh, no. I, who did they ever beat? <laughs> have you ever seen a ricochet? Have you ever seen a ricochet match? Uh, no. Unless you're talking about the oh, video game. No, I, don't, no. I don't think so. But, uh, I've, I've just heard rumors that they were looking to sign him. Uh, he may was he the one that somebody was asking Stone Cold about somebody. I, I thought it may have been ricochet. I don't know. Yeah. Me sitting here yeah. pondering something I may have heard is not going to make for interesting listening. So, moving on. <laughs> Wait, can I say just one thing? Oh, yeah. That, yeah. Uh, Ricochet was... Uh, 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 what's uh, CM Punk's wife's name? Uh, AJ, right? AJ Lee. AJ yeah, Lee. he dicked her for a while. So <laughs> I just want to throw that in there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, cool. That's... Uh, <laughs> Speaking of that, uh, what about uh, Xavier Woods? No. Um, <laughs> uh, that's, that's ridiculous. So, no, but I, okay, so the, there's a lot of women's talk I want to have here, though, because I never think injuries are a good thing for what they are, but for what can come of them, uh, a lot of times they can be a great thing. They can cause oh, yeah. other people to step like, up. Uh, or in Remember, this case, oh, go ahead. Triple H wasn't, he wasn't as big as he was when he went out with these, I think he had like two quad injuries or something back yeah. in. And when he came back, like, he was a huge deal. You know, I mean, he was, I think it might have been like, you know, like the, I think he just got into the, the game character. Yeah. I think. Well, that absence can make the heart grow, grow fonder. Um, or it could come at the wrong time, like with Finn Balor, he just got to the top, and now he has to climb and climb and climb, and that's oh, that's kind of sad. But what the where I was going to go with that though is, we've got Oscar's injury, and I don't know where they were going with her, but I had a feeling that on SummerSlam weekend they were going to have her debut 
on one of the shows, Raw, probably Raw. That was she was probably going to be a surprise, you know, come in because they ended up not bringing any surprises except for Cena, and and that <laughs> that Brooklyn crowd ate them alive for not giving them any surprises. <laughs> And I, I have a feeling they were going to go with that. She breaks her collarbone, but I had a, in my mind they were going to have her drop the title to Ember Moon after she debuted oh. on the main roster, and then there would be this whole excuse that I she just, was making. I just transition. say that, that that should have happened. <laughs> no, I disagree. Well, I mean, y- yes, that that would have been great, but now that she's injured, when she comes back, my opinion, she needs to completely stay out of NXT. Straight to main roster and continue her streak. That, that I mean, yeah. that will make for such compelling TV. You, she's never. I mean, they were like they were going to give her a loss. I know for. I just have a feeling they were going to give her a loss. But now they don't have to. They took. They got. I, I mean, and, I mean, I don't, I don't yeah. think it's a work, but I mean, it could be a work. The collarbone injury could be a complete work, just to do exactly that. But either way, she needs to be off NXT because women can't grow and get I, better. Dude, and the, the women on SmackDown is just, it's like, what are they doing with them? I mean, they're, you, yeah, they're running the whole women's division, dude. I mean, how can you, how can you fail with Charlotte Flair? That's what everybody keeps saying. That's, I mean, I that's a hundred, that's the commentary everywhere is they brought Charlotte <laughs> Flair over and, and it was as big as an impact as bringing, oh, you know, dude, was her Amber. intro when Shane McMahon was out there and he was just like, this yeah, he buried a, Tamina with it. Yeah, he buried Tamina. That <laughs> was so wrong. Nah, just kidding. We got Charlotte Flair, and I was like, "Well, you know, F Tamina." <laughs> I, I, I mean, her her entrance music. I can't. It just did goes, you see the stuff this week? I know you. I know you've got the the new baby. Well, new baby. You can't have an old baby, but you have the baby. <laughs> old baby. Everybody says you got a new baby. Well, I don't have this baby to get a job. <laughs> so I know you don't get to watch every single thing that happens, but uh, they've paired Lana with uh, Tamina now, and she comes out. and I liked the pairing until this week when she stood outside the ring with a microphone and said, "Tamina, crush." And I was like, "Oh, let's <laughs> recycle that." <laughs> like, oh, is that it? I was meaning to ask you. I really haven't checked into it, but is that whole uh, Rusev, you know, saying thank you WWE for everything that you've done? Uh, is it's a complete. That all? So it's it's complete. a work. I, I mean, I don't know the truth on it, but it's a work. There's no way. There's just the rumors popped up, and then he did that, and it was like a big LOL to the fans. I mean, because I don't even know his contracts. There's well, there's so many rumors. Even Wade Keller's feeding into the rumors, talking about how he looks like he's beefed up recently, and a lot of guys will do that before they go to the Indies. And to me, dude, he's got such a big spot on Total Divas, even mid card really? guys. Oh yeah, like from what I understand, I don't watch it, but I hear that he's on Total <laughs> Divas. I mean, Lana does. Why would you go somewhere else that your wife's not? Why would you risk her? She's in. She has two really, really. Pro- I mean, she's she. Doesn't wrestle good, but <laughs> she's yeah. always featured on either show when she's on it. And now she's got her. I mean, she's had that spot on Total Divas. You're not gonna. I mean, it's just a bad business decision, and I I don't think he's a dumb guy. Yeah, <clears throat> well, dude, the crowd has been wanting to cheer for Rusev since he came back from injury, and they're and they just keep doing the same things. This, you know, here's this uh, foreign guy boo him because he's foreign. 
but like the Japanese guy, because we <laughs> want to drop bombs on them, so they're forgetting. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, that's, I understand, um, but I don't know. Yeah, don't it's, know. It's, for some uh, odd reason, they, have to, they always have to have that cliche thing. It's just like, you're, here's your, you know, all-American guy. But, I mean... Yeah, it's it so 80s. It doesn't make sense. And, I, and, and right now, Nakamura is the all-American guy, and that really doesn't make sense. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's so confusing. I really don't understand how SmackDown has ruined... Or it's just, they're botching. I don't want to say ruined, because the show's not bad. I mean, don't get no, me wrong. The, the U.S. title has never looked so prominent. Well, I have a beef with something they're doing with that, and I'll get back to that in a second. I need to, I need to finish this thought on the women, or we're going to just be jumping everywhere. Oh, the whole... Yeah. So... I don't understand what they're doing with the women's division, how they botched that with with Charlotte Flair. What I don't like either is everyone was calling for them to, if they're going to waste Charlotte right now, why not pull her off TV for a little bit and then bring her back in a big role? Well, she's been off TV now for three weeks, and now they're dogging the fact that she's off TV. It's the same people who are calling for her to be off TV are calling for her to be back on TV. And I'm like... You got, it's it the whole patience issue? thing. No, no. I mean, that the Flair stuff with him getting sick didn't happen until after she was already having. Um, oh, okay. And, and really, they were trying to, to do this double thing where she elevated the lower card women while the mid card women were getting their, finally getting their shot at the title. People like uh, um, Naomi and Natalia and... Carmella, and they wanted her to like kind of help build up the people. I mean, that's what I'm seeing anyway. Yeah, and it just didn't no, work thing, because she's so good. Me, the one thing that bothers me is the fact that I've always heard that Becky Lynch has some killer abs, and I never get to see them. <laughs> <laughs> she's always covered up in her stupid, stupid, stupid gear. <laughs> <laughs> She's got good ring gear. Uh, so then we go look at the the raw women, dude. I mean, okay, they're they're better. They're a little better. They're having a little bit more compelling storylines. Um, I mean, the whole yeah, it's a little confusing who we're supposed to cheer for between Alexa Bliss and um, Nia Jax now because Nia Jax attacked Alexa Bliss after Raw. So who's yeah. the hill in that? But I'm really confused why they're making it like really important that Sasha Banks never has a successful title defense. Why is that a thing? Like, it, that's just uh, such a weird yeah. gimmick. Just, why hasn't Sasha Banks, like, she got big with her act in NXT, being the boss, being, you know, being a heel. And then well, she she's gets called over up. and she's popular. Yeah. I, I, I mean... There's, there's but, nothing, I mean, she, yeah, she gained weird. steam by being that obnoxious heel, but I don't know. <laughs> I mean, it's just it's a quandary. It's, it's in the same bag that I have uh, Mike Bennett, or not Mike Bennett, uh, Mike Kanellis in. I just throw it in a bag and label it things I don't understand. <laughs> hey, yeah, that's they're totally missing the mark with that. I'm like, what? I mean, when they came out, I was like, awesome. <laughs> yeah, I mean the theme song is great, man. I mean, like, it makes me want to makes me want to hold hands with somebody. But I mean, <laughs> yeah, it's but awesome. they're they're just pushing the fact that he's married to Maria Canellis. 
<laughs> and the most notable thing that she's done in the last five years is being uh, stalked by Carl Anderson <laughs> in New Japan. <laughs> See, I knew nothing of that. <laughs> um, He's a good brother. You know, but that's a you know going back to the women. That that's another point where injury. I really believe that that may help save Bailey's career because right when she got injured, she was the fans were starting to turn on her, which doesn't make any yeah. sense. It's not her fault that she's being so no, poorly written. I mean, why? And why? How are they screwing her up? They can't book her for some odd reason. They're like, hey, Bailey's uh, fourteen years old, and then they're like, nah, let's make her eight years old. it makes no sense and she's a merch machine she is a female John Cena if they would let her be and you know heck let her hook up and win I don't care like give her something that just make her that make make us sick of her because she won't stop winning that's what they need to do that that was the weird thing is like when she was in NXT and that was like when NXT was really hot was um you know, if Bailey was in a match, you know it was going to be a good match. Yeah. And now it's just like they throw her out there, let her hug some people, and then get insulted, and <laughs> you know, I mean. And that's the crazy part because at the time Alexa Bliss couldn't have a good match to save her life, <laughs> and then all yeah. of a sudden, yeah. right. I mean, <laughs> all the credit in the world to Alexa Bliss because she just when she stepped on the main roster, she just killed it. I mean. Yeah. Sometimes yep. it gets lost between NXT and the main roster, but in that case, nope. That was pretty incredible. Mm-hmm. I mean, have you ever watched the, I know it's off topic, but the first the first year of NXT with the, you know, Seth Rollins, Biggie, and Russo? No, I never have. I want that DVD. I'm going to have to get that. It's probably on the network, right, for nine ninety nine. I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> not sure it might be, but I don't think so. <laughs> you know, that's the thing is, just like uh, with Seth Rollins, I had to, I had this thought in the shower, which is very odd. <laughs> <laughs> I like where this is going. Yeah, but uh, I was sitting there thinking, I was Burn like, it well, down. Like here I am naked. <laughs> I'm thinking about wrestling Seth Rollins in Game of Thrones because you know they went with the whole Kingslayer thing. Well, they oh, go with yeah. the, you know, they, you know, that's just a d- direct shot at Jamie Lannister, and I'm just like, well, why don't they call him the Oathbreaker too? Because since he was in the Shield and he turned against the Shield, how come he can't be <laughs> Slayer and Oathbreaker? Because he beat Triple H. And right. just wrap, it just wrap it all up in the nice little Game of Thrones package. <laughs> no, the only people that talk about Game of Thrones are the commentators and. Uh, the, the New Day. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. well, I mean, if we're going to talk about Seth Rollins and we're going to talk about New Day, um, how do you feel about the respective tag divisions and how they're going? I, I, me personally, I'll go ahead and throw it out there. This Shield reunion, I really believe that um, Dean Ambrose and Seth Rollins, they needed this. And I think it's it's so good yeah. for them. They, it's, they, they're over right now. Yeah, because neither of them, they were st- stuck in that wrestling purgatory. Yeah. The only thing that was going to bring them out was a decent amount of booking. And putting them together, 
is really the best thing for them because for some odd reason it's just like when Seth came back it was it it fell flat and I don't know why it fell flat but it did I mean it was just hmm. Yeah, well, I mean, it, well, I think it did because everybody he had the, the the title for so long, and when he came back, everybody just was a hundred percent sure he was stepping right back into that against Finn Balor. Nobody wanted that, and when Finn Balor yeah. won, then it was like, what do we do with Seth Rollins? And then everybody's like, oh, he'll get it now the next night since Finn Balor's injured. And then the whole Kevin Owens thing came about, and that was which that you know that was good writing. That was really good writing um, all the way through WrestleMania with that, with the Triple H, Seth Rollins storyline. I have no beef with that at all. Great payoff. Um, you know, I was one of the – during uh, Seth Rollins' run, man, I've just heard so much negative crap. And I actually really liked the whole thing. I liked uh, J&J security. It made me care about Kane. You know, it, it, it was awesome. I like the. You I know, thought it the, was a good era. Yeah, I agree. 100%. I thought it was. I like the weasel heel that you know is just has to win by cheating. Yeah, I mean that's. But <laughs> thinks he does it on his own. I love that. That's that is classic heel one hundred and one. And exactly. people who don't like that and say it's the same thing, those are the people who just they're not going to be happy no matter what. But they're going to watch it no matter what. So who cares if they're happy? <laughs> you know. And in the back of my mind, I can always hear uh, Jamie Noble saying, Seth, Seth, <laughs> <laughs> Seth. Um, hey, that just him showing up as security. That's they, I know, Jamie never, Noble started trending uh, on Twitter and all of a sudden he had a job on camera again. I loved he, it when he had to go get the crowbar for the ambulance for uh, Braun Strowman. Somebody get a crowbar. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love him. Love he never him. lost his job. He's security. He's, yeah, he's just behind the scenes. With, Hanging out with Arn Anderson with some scissors. Oh, good old Arn Anderson. <laughs> uh, but to me, man, I feel like both tag divisions are good. Um, I mean, it's 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 really deep on Raw. And I know a lot of people probably think the club are being wasted. I love the club. I love when they come out, the whole good brother, the nerd, all that stuff. I love every bit of it. <laughs> and I know they lose almost every time they come out, but I don't have an issue with that because their tag division is deep and they're not getting they're, I guess they got fed to, to John Cena and Roman Reigns this week, but it's not in a way that they're a joke. The reason they come out yeah. is because they're being presented as legitimate tough guys that are going to hurt somebody and they get the loss a lot. But I mean, I'm okay with just, I'm okay with it. Shtick. I mean, the whole it, thing is like them coming from new Japan. Do you see them looking at Balor in the ring during the battle Royal though? Huh? No. I oh that. man. That was a great moment. That was for the, uh, number one contender of, uh, the IC title. And yeah, the club was in there with, the. I don't. I don't think they're called the club anymore. But oh wow! They so they were, had a battle, with, and they stopped and had this moment where they looked at each other, and then they they helped. There was a point where they helped get somebody out, and Finn Balor retweeted the picture of them pushing uh, Big Show over oh, the ropes together or okay. something like that. It was kind of cool, man. Oh, uh, that, that that's almost like a this backstage segment. I think it, it was after. It might have been after Kenny Omega lost the 
he was in the G1 finals with uh, Tatsuya Naito. Naito. Right, <laughs> so, right, right. And uh, back, backstage, he, I, I think it was after that match, but he ran into uh, Kota Ibushi. And, you know, if you know anything about them, they have a history going back to DDT wrestling, which is basically uh, a mockery of wrestling. <laughs> I mean, they have they have mat- matches in campsites, uh, you know, just wrestling dummies, you know, just stuff like that. But sometimes it's entertaining. But, you know, he was in a tag team called uh, The Golden Lovers with uh, Kota Ibushi. And, uh, they, uh, so they've had a history together, but they haven't ever, you know, had a moment since Kenny went to New Japan and done his thing. But, uh, backstage they had this moment where they just kind of looked at each other and kind of touched each other's chest and I got all emotional. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. I was like, oh man! Even Kenny said that like he wants to have a moment with a uh, with a Bushi Ibushi in New Japan, and he says that you know a lot of people that follow New Japan know the history, and he's just waiting on the people that do the booking to actually book it. <laughs> because I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I don't. I know Kenny Omega is like they they pretty much book him as the third biggest star in New Japan when he deserves to be the biggest, but he's not going to be the biggest because he's Caucasian. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I'm not saying that to be racist. It's just you know New Japan doesn't give a whole lot of uh, opportunities to non-Japanese wrestlers. Well, I heard he's the first white guy to win the uh, the G1. Yeah, that on, yeah. A, on a podcast. <laughs> See, <laughs> <at> full circle. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've seen one Kenny Omega match in my life, though, and I—I I mean, I don't know. At, at some point, uh-huh. for the purpose of this podcast, you're probably going to talk me into watching more, uh, more oh, dude, New Japan stuff. So, and he's so special. <laughs> I'm <laughs> such a mark for Kenny. I mean, just the Kenny, <laughs> just the work that he puts into each match you can tell that he loves each and every match <laughs> you know i mean there's no throwaway matches for kenny omega well cool, man. anything about oh go ahead sorry let's transition how come you how can you not be a young bucks fan they are the most successful act outside of wwe <laughs> I, I did watch that video you sent me oh by the way uh speaking of videos the one you sent me last night with uh Wrestling isn't wrestling. God, oh. that was funny. That and it's true. It's so true. <laughs> you, you know, wrestling's not real, right? You mean the show that has the undead wizard on it? <laughs> really? That <laughs> <laughs> you telling me that's not that's not real? The one where when the when the white Olympian announced who his uh, illegitimate son was, it turned out to be not the other white Olympian, but the black guy. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's it's so funny that people still think that they have to like I don't know. Anyway, I love that. I'm like, you know, Walking Dead's not real, right? (laughs) Like, man, 
I don't know. Everybody that's if somebody tells me it's fake, I just want to forearm as hard as I can. <laughs> just be like, okay, now I'm going to do that again tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> I, I hate watching it with people who like to to point out when it's when the moves look fake and when they look real and just back the whole time. And I'm like, dude, I know, I get it. I see it with a different eye than you do. Cause I, it's, I had somebody yeah. that, that pointed that out uh, like, a, like, all oh, right, that right there, you could hear it. That hit hard. I'm like, yeah, he slapped his knee, but it's cool. <laughs> it's cool. Finn Balor always slaps his knee when he runs and does that kick uh, on the ropes. And it looks like it's just so Man, painful. I'm going to find you a video compilation of Kenny Omega's V trigger, and I'll, I think you'll be happy. I think you'll be satisfied. <laughs> I don't. I, as long as it's, this is wrestling related, I'm good. That uh, <laughs> just all sounded it, dirty to me, and I was like, I don't really it's the know. Best if, knee in, it's the best knee in the business, man. Oh, okay. Well, good. And if it doesn't actually hurt, I love I well, love that oh, analogy. Yeah. The yeah. analogy yeah. where the best moves are the ones that don't hurt but look like they do. Because yeah. that's what wrestling is. It's well, not JBL's. Like when, oh, uh, JBL's yeah. quitting commentary, dude. I just read that right before I got on here. Oh, wow. Is he really? Yeah, he just announced it on Twitter. I mean, he's still with WWE, going to be some kind of ambassador. But Oh, my I God. Him, what I is, just called him an ambassador. Like, what is, uh, what is like King Ross going to do now without JBL on commentary? Shout out to King Ross. At, at, check him out on Twitter at Ross on Wrestling. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, he has a lot of a lot of segments. You know, he, he's pretty much made money off of making fun of JBL with all of his T-shirts and stuff. So oh, I, I mean, I love JBL's commentary. Sometimes it's bad, but J- JBL does a really good job of at least. I mean, part of the reason people think Nakamura is so tough is because JBL always talks about how tough he is. You put Cole over there, Cole's not gonna do that. <laughs> I mean, no. I'm not saying Michael Cole's the worst commentator in the business. That's that's Booker T. But <laughs> oh no, God. actually, Booker, Booker T, T almost makes you miss David Otunga. <laughs> <laughs> that's who. That's who I want to see in the ring. Booker T versus English language. <laughs> Dude, did you did you watch the McGregor uh, fight? The McGregor Mayweather fight? Nah, I was at work, so I just. Yeah. You know who called the, it? The lead commentator was. Oh yeah, I actually Morrow, said. Dude. I said that to one of my friends because I watched about like three minutes of it, and uh, one of my friends was like, "Oh, it's a terrible fight," and I was like, "Well, it was a terrible fight, but it was called wonderfully." Who <laughs> said it was a bad fight? Right, okay, here's uh, so. Uh, are we transitioning out of wrestling now? No. All right. Well, I'll go back to the fight and just, well, after we trans. Let's say a couple more things about wrestling. Actually, unless you have something important to say, let's transition out of wrestling because we've been we're going to talk about it every week and. We don't want people to tune out because we've been talking for over an hour about wrestling. Oh yeah, we gotta we gotta get in that sweet spot where you know we can't be a three hour show like Conan's. Jeez, Louise. <laughs> Conan is a three hour show. Yeah, dude, and it goes out like not it's it's a little it's, it's, it's like every five to six days. <laughs> he just he pieces his segments together. I mean, it's pretty good. They have music in between. Well, I fast forward yeah. through all that. I mean, I'm not a I'm not a Conan fan, but I'm I'm glad he's alive. I mean, I know he had a lot of personal issues with his kidneys and stuff. I'm I'm glad he's he's still kicking. Yeah. All right. So uh, let's make a transition here. 
Just time for a quick plug here. We don't have any sponsors right now, clearly, because this is the first episode of Double Naga Knocker Podcast. Uh, however, um, just a quick commercial for uh, for travel. If you're looking for anything travel-related, um, we're talking trips pretty much anywhere in the world um, for really, really good deals. Um, I actually have uh, access to that kind of thing. Um, we're talking weeks in tropical places for as low as $400 to $500 for the whole week. Um, it's, it's pretty incredible. So I, I have, uh, those kind of deals and things like that I can offer, uh, that I, that I sell, uh, kind of not a travel agent, but, um, a, uh, I don't even really know what you would, what you would call it. Just, uh, just an, almost like an in-between person, a middleman, uh, between uh, a really good travel company and things like that. So all you would have to do is uh, send an email to doublenogginknocker at gmail.com, uh, D-O-U-B-L-E-N-O-G-G-I-N-K-N-O-C-K-E-R at gmail.com, and just put in your subject just the word travel. That way I know what you're looking for. And then uh, we can talk back and forth uh, and see if we have anything that works for you. Uh, if we don't, then uh, no harm, no foul. Uh, thanks again for listening. Back to the podcast. All right, man. Switching gears here to more. Uh, I guess let's just let's just uh, shoot the crap a little bit about some uh, some current events or current events. How about that wall coming down? My goodness. Oh, uh, so spoilers. Game of Thrones. I'm assuming. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Uh, If you haven't watched the Game of Thrones yet, and we've already said towards the beginning of the show we're going to watch Game of Thrones. No, I think if it's if it's past like seventy two hours or something like that, I think that you know it stops being a spoiler, and the person that was intended to watching it is just an a hole. Oh, so somebody actually made a rule for that now, huh? That's pretty cool. (laughs) I thought this was the best season they've ever had of Game of Thrones. I thought, um, dude, uh, just one big payoff. Yeah, I mean, everybody's saying, like, oh, man, I mean, the pacing, blah, 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 blah. It's just confusing. That's all it is. I mean, they went from, in the first three seasons, they kept losing me because the characters, there were so many of them and the names and all that. Now I know who they are and the pacing's I think I was lost in season five, not because of the confusion, just because it was, like, all about Dorn and the Sand Snakes. And I was just like, oh, God, these bitches just kill everybody. (laughs) <laughs> you know, was, yeah, I was. It wasn't. I think season four was my least favorite when they were trying to kill Tyrion. I was just like, all right, moving on. Uh, I was before I left work. I was talking to the first shift mechanic that came in, and I was like, "Hey, man, did you watch Game of Thrones, the finale?" And he's like, "Oh, that, he's like, you're going to tell me that's the finale? It's just now getting good." He's like, like, yeah, man, this is the finale. He's like, what do you think about old John jumping on his uh, cousin? I was like, no, that was his aunt. He's like, well, what do you think about old John jumping on his aunt? (laughs) (laughs) Which was a logical next thing to say. I like that. (laughs) I was just like, well, yeah, I guess it was a little romantic, huh? (laughs) And He he tried to no-sell his comment, and he was like, well, let's just clarify again and keep going. Yeah, then he went to a whole tirade of perversion that I can't really touch on. 
<laughs> it's just so funny. So many people were so excited them to see them to hook up that, you know, while Bram was saying, by the way, that's his aunt. They were like, there were people who were like, uh, well, you know, I've been excited for a couple of years now, so let's just let's just go with it. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> and like, well, you know, the Targaryens, they they inbreed. So it's I made mean, it's not unheard of for their bloodline because they keep it pure, a pure bloodline. Yeah, and the uh, you know the Lannisters they don't do any of that stuff, huh? <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> no, they don't have sex while their dead child is next oh, to them. Oh my god, that was one of the worst things I ever saw. I will say, dude, the blue eyed dragon thing. Ah, it's the beauty of not watching trailers and not seeing posters ahead of time, man. That completely yeah. just caught me off guard and one of my favorite moments on the show. I was like, oh, my. Off. It really pissed me off that it was on the poster. How yeah. the heck, though, did they travel all the way to them, have battle with them, travel all the way? And then Daenerys travels all the way there, yeah. and then they travel. That's the problem people are having. That's too much I'm, movement. They didn't explain it, but I think that they tried to say that it was like – a two-day span or something. It just didn't happen in That's ten minutes. St- but still, two but, days to go all the way from the the and you know the castle, whatever it's called. The actor that pl- I forgot the actor's name that plays. But he said that a, a scene was filmed because everybody's like, "Well, how did hell did Sansa go from, you know, trusting Peter Baelish to, you know, putting him on the chopping block." And the the actor that plays Bran said that they filmed a scene of Sansa going and having a conversation with him. And they said that they touched on it a little bit when Bran said, well, you held a knife to his neck and said not to ever trust him. But the scene was filmed. They just didn't put it in the show. I I mean, it still kind of made sense to me. Like, I mean, you could tell that, I mean, Arya was... You know, had had given Sansa everything she needed to know to kill him. That was my one of my top three favorite deaths on the whole show, though. I like seeing him go. I like seeing Joffrey go, and I like seeing uh, oh, what's his face go? The mountain the dude. The, no, mountain's still alive. No, he's dead. <laughs> well, he's undead. I don't know what he is. <laughs> but uh, no, the dude who cut off uh, the dude's wiener. Um, oh, Ramsey Bolton. Oh God. yeah, man, that was payoff. He was such Dude. a good heel, but it was good seeing him go. My gosh, I got so much heel for telling people that I loved him. Like, oh, how yeah, man. You? That's how you get major heat. You do that all it's the like, time. So <laughs> <laughs> Not just me. <laughs> him. He was such a good heel in every single way. Oh, yeah. But then well, a lot of people said that he was a one-dimensional psychopath. Whatever. That's, <laughs> that's one of the things I, somebody told me today. I was... Uh, Asking if they were, you know, I compared something to Walking Dead, and they're like, "Oh, I, I stopped watching it when that one dude started killing everybody, or when the new guy started killing everybody." I was like, "How can you I stop watching it when one of the greatest hills in any genre period appears? Like, what? If people yeah. don't appreciate a good hill, I nah. mean, you gotta appreciate a bad guy to like the good guy." Yeah. I mean, that's one of the reasons I hate Superman is because there's really not. Anyone Superman can can't beat up, <laughs> you know. I mean, it's kind of yeah. like what about Batman, Batman like John Cena, <laughs> you know. I mean, Bat- Batman just, killed him. Well, yeah. Oh God, that was so. Well, I guess what, that is kind of Roman Reigns and John Cena because Roman Reigns kind of wears Batman type gear. 
a chest protector <laughs> that doesn't protect anything. I know. I don't understand why people, uh, you know, they'll give him a little slap on the chest. I'm like, what, what are you doing? <laughs> oh, dude, I saw something on the May. Uh, this is wrestling related, but I saw something on the May Young Classic. <laughs> I don't know the two women's names, and I probably never will, because you know, this is being booked worse than well like i said i hope round two is great because round one it was just so clear who was going to win and but there was uh some lady who uh she she grabbed first like she did a move where she you know you're you're in the corner and you grab and throw the other person in the corner she grabbed her by the boobies and threw her into the corner i was like wait what and then like (laughs) joey ryan does a boob plex if you ever want to check out joey ryan he's like he has a like an 80s porn star gimmick is that the guy that does the dick spot that's the guy that does the dick spot yeah. <laughs> so you've heard of joey ryan uh, everybody has <laughs> i saw i saw a video of psychosis doing something to do with it where they all kind of prance around the ring and there's like six of them like yeah holding each other it was weird <laughs> joey ryan will dick plex the hell out of everyone <laughs> it's so stupid but but he has a lot of it's comical, <laughs> a lot of uh, you know, uh, a lot of matches with females for some reason. <laughs> so if you ever want to check out the boob plex, it's a pretty sweet spot if you like seeing people grab boobs and throw them. Well, so I'm gonna pass. <laughs> Thank you. But anyway, um, so, um, okay, so we got Game of Thrones going on. Um, oh, I was gonna ask you. Uh, I was at the same. Same question I asked Christian. Christian, I can't even <laughs> say my fiance's name. Christian, <laughs> just just call her Jay. <laughs> a beautiful lady she is. What's <laughs> up with so much crap? Um, but I asked her who do you think has had the most character development in Game of Thrones, and my answer was <laughs> the Lannister brothers. I can see that. I don't that. think. I don't think anyone has changed as much as them. You don't think Jon Snow has? He went from looking well, like uh, he went from looking like uh, uh, what's his face? Oh man! Oh, I'm gonna run my own joke. Uh, <laughs> Joey Ramone is that what you said? Oh, no, I'm gonna run my own joke because I it just slipped my oh, Keanu I thought Reeves. You said Joey Ramone. No, he went like, from looking like Keanu Reeves in Matrix One to looking like Keanu Reeves in Matrix Two. I'm sorry. He doesn't ever make a face. I mean, Jon Snow looks exactly. The, why are you I'm, so sad all the time, Jon Snow? Brooding. No one broods as better, better than Jon Snow. <laughs> he broods so hard. <laughs> uh, I love Jon Snow, but he does not develop at all. He just no. He's, he's Jon well, Snow. I mean, it's like he, he warned people forever that something bad was coming, and then something bad came, and. <laughs> And then he's looking at him like, see, same dude. Bad told you, <laughs> told you it was going to happen. I dang, I dang told you. I wrote it down. We had a conversation <laughs> about it, and you're surprised. <laughs> My family says it all the time. <laughs> it's literally on the poster. Winter's coming. It's right there. I told you. <laughs> uh, don't be surprised at snowflakes, but. Uh, <laughs> Gotta think about it. Like Jamie was dragged through mud, had his hand cut off. So much happened to him. And then you have Tyrion that was. Where was he smuggled to? 
was it Dorn or Dragonstone or something? No, maybe it was Essos. But yeah, he was smuggled in a box where he had to shovel his own crap through holes. <laughs> you know, I mean, so much bad stuff has happened to those guys, and they turned out to be fan favorites. Uh, even them being the douches that they originally were. I mean, how Jamie has turned around so much to where people pull for him, and he pushed a kid out a window and bangs his sister. On his son's dead body's um, thing, whatever that is. Yeah. <laughs> what is that? It wasn't a casket. He was displayed. No. I don't know what that's Probably. called. I sound yeah. uneducated. I sound um, like uh, an uneducated fool. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, speaking of heels, do you like um, Urine Greyjoy? Because they pushed him to like main event status super quick. He's like, I'm going to kill Balin Greyjoy, and I'm going to be like the king of the Iron Islands. No, nobody, no. nobody's going to stand in my way. You're, a, you're, you're a dickless douchebag, and I got your sister. He kind of reminded me of um, what was that dude's name Boomerang off of Suicide Squad when the, when they were like, if you want to leave oh. now, leave, and he's like, all right, see ya. And he, that's kind of what he did. He's like, yep, nope. Is that the same? That's not the same guy, is it? The well, actor? You know no, no, it's not. But no, it, it, it does yeah. kind of look like him, doesn't it? But yeah. <laughs> Wow, yeah, no, really but that's kind of what he did, though. Can they swim? <laughs> nope. All right, see ya. Yeah. <laughs> what? And he's I'm actually uh, he's going to get the Golden Company, which I don't think is going to matter a bit, but whatever. Yeah, I, mean, I can't believe they're going to wrap it up in six episodes, and they have two major I mean, battles to still have to happen. It's, yeah, it's and people, dumb. do you agree with the whole thing that, you know, Jamie is going to be the Queen Slayer? Blah, 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 blah. I don't think so. I, oh, really? there's, there's all these bets about who's going to end up on the Iron Throne in the end. I feel like if it's not Jon Snow, it's going to be super disappointing. But yeah. I wouldn't mind seeing Tyrion just because, you know, that would be a swerve. Because if Jon Snow doesn't take it, then whose is it? I, I mean... I mean, Gendry's still alive. <laughs> who? <laughs> Gendry Baratheon. You know, the guy that was rowing forever? <laughs> I don't know who that is. Really? He was... Oh, oh the dude who was uh, hiding out Davos. in... Uh, Davos. Davos yeah. wants to He's get him... He's bastard son. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I guess he would be... I guess that would put him... But, uh... <laughs> He's incredible. <laughs> He's but, like, I got uh, this hammer. <laughs> yeah, if they go back, like, in the books... He's fast. Uh, um... <laughs> Who's the guy that they keep... I, I hate hearing the name because it's so played out. It's like uh, Azora High... Uh, Azora High... Something. I forgot what it was. Everybody always says it. It irritates me. But, you know, he's supposed to be, like, uh, resurrected. or No, he's uh, he's Jon Snow. <laughs> Reborn as Jon Snow. But uh, back in the day, he had, a, he had a sword to fight the... The others they were called in the books, but in the shows the White Walkers. But he had a sword called Lightbringer, and the sword, you know, it glowed bright red. But for some odd reason, it 
globe it turned bright red after he pulled it out of his wife or something like that. So he had to stab. He he was married to. Uh, wait, now I'm getting characters confused. But yeah, he pulled the sword out of his wife for some reason that I didn't read continue or continue reading. So I was just like, wait, I wonder if Jon Snow is going to have to stab Daenerys to turn his sword red. <laughs> but. He stabbed her this past week. <laughs> but his sword was nice and red. <laughs> That's dumb. <laughs> don't, don't laugh at that. <laughs> I need I need a sly whistle. <laughs> yeah, but and all right. So uh, all right. So they still have Thrones. they still have the largest dragon. Yeah, that's true. they have two. I mean, yeah, the other two that I don't know the names of, they were. Uh, locked in that uh, pyramid so it stunted their growth yeah it's true but yeah i mean i think about Jon snow way too much <laughs> <laughs> all right so since we've switched top switched uh off of wrestling so can i talk about the mcgregor mayweather fight real quick that was a great fight dude I know you said you didn't watch it. It was. I didn't watch it, but I, I do. have never seen a Mayweather fight that I cared about. I've I've, I've seen his last six or seven fights because I've been rooting for him to lose. Uh, I'm right. disappointed, but um, he always fights defensively. He never. But I mean, this fight. I mean, we're talking McGregor got three rounds, and you know, looking back, everybody says you know Mayweather I, was just basically roping a dope at that point. But I think you. Uh, I, you might be surprised that I actually have uh, <laughs> have deep personal feelings about this. <laughs> I, I well share share with me why why do you have deep personal feelings about these any, either one of these two men unless you just absolutely hate I know, Mayweather I and I get that feelings about these two boxers. I'm thinking about Jon Snow in the shower. <laughs> yeah, I, I swear. That. Maybe uh, someone having a baby has turned him a little emotional. <laughs> <laughs> You're soft. But, um, I think it absolutely does nothing for the sport of boxing. I think it absolutely hurts boxing more than anything because the only way that they could sell tickets was this freak show fight. Um, boxing has been struggling to get TV spots. They've been struggling to sell tickets. Um They've been trying so hard to come back. Um, MMA stuck a dagger in them long ago, um, and I'm not—I'm not a newbie to boxing. My favorite boxer was Lennox Lewis. I always loved Lennox Lewis. I thought that his reach would dominate the world, but I'm wrong. But anyway, um, I, I really think that after this, boxing—boxing boxing put himself in a hole with this fight and it really kills me because you know growing up in the 80s i mean you grew up in the same period that i did you know boxing was a big deal yeah you know when there was a fight on tv everyone watched it i mean it was oh, during yeah. the you know the iron mike was ruling the world yeah but and even the, after iron mike got out of prison and, and started fighting again i remember going with my uh my stepdad over to his work buddy's houses and uh, yeah. just just watching, you know, Tyson knock somebody out in a round, and it was, gosh, it yeah. was worth it. It was worth yeah. it every time. 
Yeah. <laughs> like, no one complained. A 30-second fight. They're like, man, did you see that? <laughs> out of him. <laughs> he just hit him right in the face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, it just really sucks that I think that boxing put themselves in a bigger hole with this I fight. the fact that the steroid thing... It's ruining so many. Oh man, I really want to see the John Jones uh, Brock Lesnar thing play out. That would have been. Oh I, yeah, kind of like you know circus fights sometimes though. You know where you got. Yeah. I like. I mean, I thought Conor McGregor um, is such a master promoter, dude. Oh yeah, dude. I mean they they went like total Vince McMahon with this fight. Yeah, man, that was it was nice the way he did that. Like trolling him with the Warriors jersey. <laughs> <laughs> and you know the, the suit with the pinstripes. I mean, no, I mean, I was, I was, I was very impressed with that. And I'm not, I'm not really a Conor McGregor fan. I'm, no. I'm, I'm a fan of good promotion though. Um, yeah. Oh man, I wish we had sponsors so I could be like, you know what a good promotion is, and just like sell a product. <laughs> that would have been awesome. <laughs> Irish Spring soap. <laughs> yeah, it cleans you. It does. <laughs> Oh, and man. I think I would if we ever get any kind of sponsors, dude, I'm gonna do every commercial with redneck voice. <laughs> Dollar Save Club, when your beard's getting too big. <laughs> Where do they go from here though? I mean MMA they don't. Is still it's gone. Yeah, exactly. There is no interesting fighter with a matchup in the world right now. Think about that. You've got Conor McGregor is not interesting right now because he just lost the fight that he was supposed to. They he claimed that he could win all this stuff. Mayweather yeah. retired. Ronnie Rousey lost her two last two fights in very crazy fashion. Brock Lesnar <laughs> suspended. John Jones is suspended. Who's left? Who's left that anybody really cares about? I mean, I know mm-hmm. people who love MMA or people who love boxing will be like, "Oh, you don't know about this guy. You don't know about that guy." Yeah, you're right. I don't. That's the point. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I did. I wish yeah. it was some kind of combat sport that I was really interested in. But I'll stick to my fake combat sport for now. <laughs> yeah. That's where all the good the good athletes are right now. Yeah. But we do got football season coming up, so that's going to be nice. I know we jumped out of wrestling, but I want to say that uh, I'm happy that uh, Katsuri Shibata is okay i know he had a very very serious brain injury and i think he wrestles in a very stupid fashion i think he takes unnecessary risk with his head that caused his brain injury i hope that if he is able to wrestle again i hope he changes his style because there's a difference between strong style and stupid style and if he is able to wrestle again, I hope he changes, but I'm glad he's still alive. That's I don't all. know him, but I second it. <laughs> Every word you just well, said, I liked it. Let you look up any of his matches. It's completely ridiculous. I can't I mean, spell he, that. He takes the... It's a S-H-I-B-A-T-A. Shibata is his last name. But every match that he's in is just completely way too stiff. I mean, yeah, and you know, when I was, what, 22, 23, 19, 20, somewhere around there, 
the stiffer the match, the better it was to me. Oh, yeah. Uh, I loved New Jack back in the day because I was like, oh, man, he's going to actually hurt somebody. This is cool. That is yeah. not cool. Yeah. Speaking now of which, was that, did you about that girl that, uh, gosh, you'll know who she is, Sexy Somebody, um, sexy took liberties star. with that other girl's arm. Sexy and, Star. Yeah, and now everybody hates her. I, I mean, all these WWE people, WWE people, are even tweeting about it. Like, you don't do that. That you're someone loaned you their body in the ring, and you took liberties. You went into business for yourself, and it's a shame. So, yeah, and it's. I saw the video. It was a uh, pretty. I pretty haven't seen the video, but I've heard about it, and it sucks that she's so talented that I just hate seeing and hearing about that kind of stuff from people that can get over and they have to resort to just being stupid. <laughs> I mean, you go in there and you, you know, somebody's body is in, you know, it's in your arms, you know, you, you're supposed to protect a person, not break them. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. I hate that kind of stuff. And like you said, like back in the day is just like, Oh yeah, man. New Jack's going to kill that 17-year-old kid. Awesome. (laughs) Sweet. Yeah. (laughs) I remember, man, I I used to watch ECW pay-per-views at the Stoner's house. And you know me, I've never smoked weed a day in my life. But I enjoyed going over to their house because they were fun. And there was like three or four of them that were just there for the weed and the food. But there was one guy who was one of the biggest stoners of them all. But he liked wrestling, too. So, like, we'd all order the pay-per-view. Everybody claimed they liked wrestling, but most of them didn't. This guy, <laughs> he would, uh, man, I remember two or three times New Jack did something. And we would just look at each other. He'd go, dude, he just ever killed him. And I'm like, I know, that's crazy. Like, we would get so excited seeing somebody try to go through two tables and land on their head. <laughs> like, ah, you're dead. The first time I seen ECW, I was like, 13 or something and i actually thought it was like because at that time i knew wrestling was fake but for some odd reason when i watched ecw i was just like this isn't fake (laughs) this is totally real look at that he actually stapled a dollar into his head (laughs) so it's so funny because uh if i would have watched it back then i would have done said the same thing as you because back then when like I, i caught undertaker blading once um, which you can do every time if you ever watch his matches, but um, <laughs> I but I told my I told uh, I won't say any names. I told one of the guys we went to high school with. I said uh, I was like, dude, he you could see him squirt the fake blood on his head before he fell down. <laughs> I didn't realize he's cutting himself because I was I was I just knew it was so fake. Um, oh and I didn't God. care I, though. I loved it. I loved wrestling. I, I didn't care that it was fake. I hate the fake blood comments. And just like every time I hear somebody say that, I just I just want to carry a picture of Abdul with the butcher's forehead in my wallet, so I can just pull it out and be like, oh yeah. <laughs> you don't you don't carry a picture of Abdul the picture the Abdul the butcher's wa- uh, picture in your wallet. <laughs> Jeez, I, used- <laughs> I butched I botched that. Oh, well. All right, so as we wind down here, man, what else uh, what else are you into these days? You got any recommendations? Anything? Uh, Anything new you're watching, doing? I know you got the baby um, in. You're working your butt off, but anything? Uh, yeah. Video games? Anything? You know, actually, um, Dying Light. I know that you tried to play it and didn't, but uh, for some odd reason, they realized that a million people still play. 
So they got this thing going on that starts this month that they're releasing uh, 10 free DLCs each month for 12 months, which is pretty sweet for anybody that plays Dying Light. So wait, 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 wait. 10 free DLCs each month for 12... So they're going to release 120 DLCs? No, I guess they're... Oh, that don't make any sense. Okay. No, I mean, I was like, dang, that's a lot to appease a million people. I'm just saying. That's... <laughs> no, there's a, I guess, huh. I guess they're going to skip a month or once, like twice or so. Because, the, yeah, they said it's releasing 10 DLCs in a year period. Oh, okay. So, uh, every. <laughs> I wasn't just trying to, like, call you out or say, I was I just know. like. Uh, maybe I'm thinking, like, maybe there's been... a leap year or something in there that I'm. I was like, dang, even though I don't like the game, maybe I should pick it up because of their commitment to it. <laughs> yeah, which is weird because, like, I was sitting there talking to one of my friends about it at work. I was like, how in the hell do you have 10 DLCs just laying around? <laughs> well, <laughs> I guess you're bored. <laughs> this is like, hey, remember when we made those and forgot to put them out? Yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, Destiny 2 comes out in uh, oh, God, just I a know. few days. Are you getting it? I don't know because like I'm all over that dude. I mean it's not going to be I was thinking about that the other day because there was so much we had magic happen (laughs) you know like when Destiny first came out there was so much uh, collaboration there was so much we had so many people that was into it that we had A teams and B teams and it was just I think it was something that we won't be able to ever recreate Uh, I think that was just like a once in a lifetime thing I think that like with all of us that came together and played that game and put that much time into it that you know we've since then a lot of us have become parents. A lot of us, have, you know, some of us got married. I mean, one of us. What? <laughs> I, I, if Chris ends up listening to me, he's going to listen to this. He's going to say, pew! I, keep, I keep busting on him because he, uh, like, okay. It kind of, and it's a cool thing. They're doing, uh, like autism awareness. They got a lot of cool stuff oh, going on the- with it. They're doing some positive things instead of, like... Right, but he had to, like, as he's trying to get everything going, he's had to have several meetings with, uh... Yeah. And and so I was like, dude, it kind of sounds like you're in a gang. (laughs) I was like, no, dude, that's not what's happening, so... um... It's like when you see me and then you see a white pointy hood on my head. (laughs) Like, hey, dude, I think you're in a clan. Oh, no, man, it's not a clan. (laughs) It's a, it's a group. It's a group. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> oh, automatic. That's ridiculous. <laughs> so I, mean, I don't know. I'm definitely. I, I even if we only get small groups together. Here's the here's a couple of things I want. Just selling points that it's looking for on Destiny Two for me. The whole group that we're putting it together. They've been working on it like crazy. 
So hopefully the storyline shored up a little bit. The gameplay, they probably just build off of what they already had, added a lot mm-hmm. of new. I mean, I've played the I played the beta, and it's really cool the way they, you know, you got your your special power you do with your different classes, but now they've got it where you remember a warlock could self-res if he was solar. Well, now yeah. you can switch your power. I think you can either rotate between two or three different options, so a solar warlock also can take out a sword and just start like kicking butt with it. And uh, a titan that you, they can do a bubble, or they can throw down like a wall that you can go behind and and kind of have cover fire from there. And, and I think they had something else. So there's they added more layers to it, so it's not just the same game. Um, but supposedly, um, I'm, I'm interested to see how this works. Uh, it's gonna make the the LFG factor a lot easier because there's there's gonna be groups inside of it. Oh, you okay. can you can basically be on there and be like, hey, I need two more for the raid tonight. We're kind of experienced and like you pick and choose from people instead of having to. It's not going to have like matchmaking like Call of Duty did, where you'd be like, hey, do you have a mic? You don't have a mic, and then have to boot them and then get somebody else. And you got a mic? You don't have a mic? And then, you know, it's, supposedly it's going to be smooth. Of course, hmm. I've been promised a lot of things about video games and been lied to before, so we'll see. I remember popping. <laughs> I remember popping bubbles over bomb and stuff that <laughs> uh, that's tremendous yeah <laughs> quite amazing who the hell so, did that <laughs> oh wow man um i don't know if you're watching any tv i'll say one recommendation i have that uh i picked up recently oh my uh, god if you say twin peaks i'm going to chop you in the throat that with fashion files is pretty awesome uh, <laughs> Twin, uh, Twin Peaks? That's old, dude. No, they brought it back. Oh, did they really? Yeah, and everybody says it's awesome. Well, Twelve Monkeys was awesome. Uh, that's not one I'm going to promote. Uh, that's that's something I just binged recently over the summer. And that's if you haven't watched that, that is right up your alley, dude. Time travel, just, the whole bit. So I good. I just recently watched Defenders. Well, finished watching Defenders. Did you, uh, did you watch it? No. Did you check out? You didn't? Nope. No, what is Defenders? It's, uh, you know, Iron Fist and Luke Cage. Oh, is that the, is that another it, Netflix it, one? Yeah. No, I haven't seen that. I, I didn't watch anything after, uh, so I watched uh, Daredevil. Love that. Did you watch both seasons? Yeah, and I'm going to definitely watch Punisher when they come out with that. I didn't like the Jessica Jones. Okay, you know what? It's not true. I watched half an episode of Jessica Jones and just didn't get into it. That was. I don't know if it was because that was the first one that uh, me and Kristen watched together, but we actually was like really into uh, Jessica Jones. I mean, I was right. actually surprised with Marvel with the with the sex scenes. I was like, "Well, look at you, Marvel!" <laughs> oh, uh, you're soft <laughs> Speaking of Netflix, um. If you haven't watched it yet, try to at least get part of the way into the the glow for next week's episode oh, of, uh, yeah. of Double Knock and Knocker podcast. Yeah, it was man, it was good. You're the one who made me watch it, and I was like, dude, I binge that stuff so quick. I can't wait for season two. It's so good. But no, what I'm just uh, what I'm in the middle of right now is a show that was on, is on Stars called Black Cells, and I'm usually not in oh, pirate yeah. movies or pirate shows, but yeah. man, that's good. I think we watched. Uh, what season one? Half you, a season one? 
and it was like it, it was really awesome. And I, I wish we would have had more time to watch it, but like we're so freaking busy all the time that we don't really have a, a lot of time to sit down and watch a show. Unless like like I was telling her, if <laughs> if a show is really good, then you'll find time for it. Like like Game of Thrones, you know. I mean, we barely have That's any what time. I do with a lot of like, shows. We barely have any time to sit down and watch TV, but, you know, when something is as awesome as Game of Thrones, you know, you're going to find time somehow, <laughs> you know? Yeah, I mean, and you're realizing that through, uh, since, you're, since you're relatively new to the father game, that's what you do is you you start surviving on less sleep sometimes. It becomes <laughs> like, oh, I'm walking dead on a night. I haven't slept, you know, more than four hours the last couple of nights, but I ain't missing walking dead, so... You know, <laughs> here's an odd question coming yeah. from somebody that has uh, Walking Dead tattoos all over them. Um, where are we at in Walking Dead? I mean, I know that's in the comics weird or the show. The and the show, you know, oh, it uh, seems like it's been so well, long that I don't even remember where we're at. Oh, we're at the start of all that war, homie. This is one of the most important story arc in the entire series. They uh, pretty much the last thing that was said on the show was Negan was saying we're we're going to war. Oh, so everybody's yeah. rallying troops, huh? Yeah, yeah. He got attacked by he a tiger, and he was like, "Is that a tiger? Oh, That's a genie tiger." Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> yeah, it Seems like it's been so long. That was a good episode, though. That tiger. <laughs> yeah, I love Shiva. Can you believe that people actually like started a petition about uh, Negan being too violent and they had to tone it down? Oh, I hope they didn't respond to that. I can't. Yeah. I can't imagine that he's more violent than Rick biting someone's throat out. They're just mad that he <laughs> beat up Glenn. You know, that's uh, a lot of people. They'll they'll notice the Rick Grimes uh, tattoo on my leg, but no one ever notices that. The, it's Rick Grimes' face with blood on it, and it's his face after he bit that dude's throat out. <laughs> that guy's name what was uh, Harvey? I think. Or Harley? 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 Might have been Harley. I'm, I don't know. Uh, they were a bunch of douchebags because it looked like that fat guy was going to rape Carl. It's it's kind of I'm kind of nervous where they're going to end up going with it in the comics. Because oh. it's not, not that it's bad, but it's not that great right now. I, I, have, I have like the, uh, yeah, yeah, go ahead. The last issue I have is maybe 155. Yeah, you're about 10 behind maybe, or am I wrong? Maybe I'm wrong. I think, have, I think, have, I'm, I think I'm almost a year behind you. Has uh, Beta yeah. met Lucille yet? Oh, no. Okay. I don't think. I, I, no, no, no. He doesn't kill him with it. He hits him with her. Oh. And it becomes a whole thing. Hey, if you don't know what happens, I'm pretty that's sure you and I have talked about this. That's the guy that Negan's like, well, you're a big son of a bitch, ain't you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and when he broke uh, oh, well, I know we talked about this, so if this is a spoiler, this is my bad, but I know we've talked about this before. Um, Negan ends up breaking Lucille over Beta's back. And it oh, I heard about heart. that, and he like freaking cries and freaks yeah. out, and, <laughs> and somebody else is actually dead. <laughs> and they're like, "Dude, a person is." He's like, "You don't understand." <laughs> he's just so <laughs> upset. Classic like heel turning baby face moment, which yeah. I hope that's what they're doing because he's he's a baby face right now. But it feels like 
it feels like in the eighties anytime Hogan had a friend. Like he's not really gonna be your friend, you know that, right, Hogan? It's like it's Tugboat. Of course he's gonna be my friend. And he's like, uh, his name's Tugboat. That's just a weird name, period. Man, he had a career. What did he go on to be from Tugboat? Typhoon. He was the tag team with the uh, with earthquake. It's earthquake and typhoon. They were the natural disasters. Yeah, natural disasters. Oh my goodness. Yeah, you know, but today's PC society, if there was like. You know, tugboat. You know, typh- or typhoon, earthquake, and <laughs> you're fat. So if there, well, no, if there, if there was a someone named Hurricane that joined him, and just after everything that just happened in Houston, today's PCs, he'd have to be off TV for weeks until everything like calmed back down, because everybody would be like, oh, it's offensive. Did so you? I mean, did you hear about that with the? Uh, Stay home, Shane Helms. <laughs> the dude from. Uh, did you hear about the Asian dude from uh, ESPN, uh, Robert Lee? Who they cut his segment because of all the stuff that was going on in Charlottesville. He was supposed to be calling a game. He got pulled from it because his name was Robert Lee. It's like, he's an Asian dude. He's not a racist war general. <laughs> like, I promise. Well, he might be, but he's not for, you know, the South. That is insane. I didn't hear about that. That's, wow. Oh, dude. it's. I read this whole article about how, like, ESPN has is is so political and so... Like they they won't they're not sports, I mean they they have a sports aspect but they're using their platform to try to push, you know one side's agenda and I just <laughs> I mean and I don't care how people I like the fact that there's so many different opinions in the world I just hate the fact when one opinion can find a way to take over a whole network whether it be Fox News CNN ESPN or whatever it is it's just like dude yeah. you're not you can't there's no there's nowhere you can trust to give you a straight story. I look at my little. I swipe my phone to the left. You, do you have you have an iPhone, right? Yeah. I got the little news widget, and every day I'll swipe it over at least once and just see what like the news articles are. And it, it, every single time it's like, it'll Blame the headline will say something, and I'll be like, let's. Texas. And it, it's easy to figure out who's writing it though, because you're like, oh yeah, that's going to be Huffington Post. Oh yeah, that's going to be Fox News. Uh, and you're like, so. CBS News. It's like. That's why like I like Vince Russo I writing wrestling. It's just a bad idea. <laughs> That's one of my quirks and probably makes me a little insane. That I don't know. It's in my mind. If I stay away from the world, I can create my own world. <laughs> you know, I mean, I don't know. It's just a. So I, I don't like watching news. I don't like watching TV anymore. I mean, it's just all it is is knives and daggers and. It's just, <laughs> it's like when I lived in Durham, you know, I'd watch the news and they'd be like, oh, well, somebody just got shot 10 feet behind you. And you're like, oh, what? <laughs> you know, I mean, it's just <laughs> for, for some odd reason, it's just like the whole agenda is to make everyone hate everyone and everyone's scared of everyone. And it's just, I don't know, I just kind of stay away from it. Yeah, I, I 100% agree with you on that. It's, it's so... Things are so weird now, man. I mean, is it just because we're getting older? It's just like... Yeah. I mean, is the world a, has gotten weirder, but yeah, we... I mean, part of being it, a parent, too. Is it just a progression with age that we're just like... I don't know. I mean, I don't think I'm a cynical a-hole. I might be. <laughs> well, I don't know. I, I was watching... Uh, one thing I've gotten into recently is watching uh, WrestleMania 
um, old WrestleManias with uh, Mikey. I'm trying to get it up to where it it gets where he's going to be interested in it. I knew he wasn't going to be interested in WrestleMania one or two, but we had to get through it. I'm a I'm a chronological okay. type guy, and so we were on WrestleMania four. And I, I like WrestleMania four. I like the whole the tournament and the fact that Macho wins his first belt there. I don't yeah, know, is that not a belt? It's a title, but you know, um, it was in Ooh. Trump Plaza though, and they showed uh, Donald Trump. And uh, we had the next door neighbor's daughter over, and uh, she just this is this is how bad it's gotten that a ten year old instead of just being like oh this is wrestling she was like uh, that's Donald Trump he's getting ready to get us bombed we're gonna get nuked and I'm like Wait, what oh and I just <laughs> and I, I mean I wanted to argue like where why would why would it be his fault that there's a dictator that's been throwing shooting nukes into the sea of japan now for yeah. you know, 15 years why does that have to do with, i don't like i'm not going to say that I, I i'm i love the man or anything like that you can make fun of him for yeah. a lot of reasons I mean, but what if you get bombed i mean it's just the dude has been creating an army to kill everyone forever i mean that's just kind of like smoking cigarettes and then you get cancer and then wonder why you got cancer <laughs> you know i mean <laughs> exactly and i mean of course i'm not gonna like i, I her parents can teach her anything she wants, and that's cool. But I don't get like it. it I mean, my kids. The Everyone only reason they even to... talk politics <laughs> is because they uh, they come home. They've learned about the system, so they'll talk about you know if Hillary gets elected, she'll be the first woman president. And I'm like, yeah, that's true. And like, I won't. I don't try to push anything on them. I don't. Like, yeah, exactly. One way or the other, you know. They they were like. Who are you voting for, Daddy? I was like, they're both terrible choices. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's the way I felt about it. But people are ingraining in their young kids, you know, just it's hate speech. And it's not – and I understand yep. if you're frustrated and your kid overhears you. I mean, I'm not I'm not blaming the, the – I mean, I'm not trying to be like that. But that's, that's kind of how it is everywhere right now, man. Social media, Facebook, you just, you just trash talk everyone around you. For, for really no good reason. I'd rather you trash talk me because of my opinions on wrestling than trash talk me because you don't like a political figure. <laughs> you know? Exactly. I don't care about the political figures. I mean, it's just ridiculous. It's like uh, like Anthony Weiner. Dude was a great senator, but just because some dick pics, everybody turned against him. I mean... <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Social media sucks. I mean, it's just... I mean, I know I sound like I'm 50 years old, but... Uh, everyone's opinion matters now. <laughs> I, I find that lovely, what you just said. I, I think that's what we're going to close the show on, dude. <laughs> We've been going on for a while. Uh, you know, let's... Uh, let's. This is, this is good, dude. This is going to be something we're going to... Um, yeah, I focus mean, this, on, on talking about for a little bit. You know, I'm sure we'll have more energy, more entertaining next time. This is a, it's a trial yeah. run, but uh, yeah, this is like more. a, this is the first uh, step up to bat. So, you know, yeah, we get well, better. Uh, thank you everybody <laughs> for listening to the Double Naga Knocker podcast. We will get this out more regular. We're thinking it's going to be a, a weekly podcast. Hoping so. Um, yep. Yeah. Um, thanks a lot. You got anything else to say? You close it? Huh? You got anything special to say? Uh, no, that's nothing. It. No, I nothing. That was, I just kind of closed it with. Uh, I was just closing it. And you just kind of. <laughs> well, I'm gonna cut you off. <laughs> <laughs>
and cut me off to make the closing weird. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I think that's how we're going to close. You know what? I'm not editing anything out. How about, <laughs> Forget this. How about uh, I don't know how to edit on this. <laughs> how about uh, what is it? Never mind. <laughs> I was going with the Jesse Ventura quote. I messed it up. With. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't just mess it up. All you said was, "What is it? Never mind." If that's not a Jesse yeah. Ventura quote, I think it's uh, "Win if you can, lose if you must, but always cheat." There you go. That's a good quote. Got it in there. <laughs> I've always liked. Uh, I've been so watching all this old wrestling, dude. <laughs> just one final thought. Uh, thinking about how not PC the world used to be. Every time someone got attacked from behind, Gorilla Monsoon would go, Oh, he just got the Pearl Harbor job! And I'm like, whoa, that's so insensitive. But, you know, back then it wasn't. Back then it wasn't. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's wonderful. All right, thanks everyone for listening, and uh, we'll see you all next time.